You are listening to Words of Jen, where I read to you one piece of my writing in each and every episode. This is Jen, and you are listening to Words of Jen, the 1997 series. This episode is number 85, and it's titled Seminar, although I do read a piece of the journal before the seminar. The episodes you're listening to for the 1997 series are part of NAPOD POMO 2021. That's National Podcast Post Month, where you're supposed to create, produce, and release an episode of a podcast every day during the month of November. So that's what I'm doing for this year's Now Pod Pomo. I don't do them every year, but when I do them, I try to make it all the way through. In each of these episodes, I read you one piece of a handwritten journal that I was required to write as part of student teaching back in 1997. So I'm just going to jump right into this now. Thursday, September 25. Things today are going great. Only I'm so tired all the time. It may be because allergy season is here and my body is using energy to fight the symptoms. Or it may be because this week I'm trying out a new antihistamine and I'm not fully adjusted to it yet. Mr. D says teaching can be exhausting because it's physical and mental work at the same time. So maybe that's why. What got done today? 1. Did the watercolor lesson with Mrs. Z's class at M School based on the book Rainbow Fish. For those of you that don't have little kids and aren't librarians or working in a bookstore, Rainbow Fish is a very cute, colorful little book about a fish that was rainbow colored. And I don't honestly know what the story involved, but at the time, this was a big hit with the kids. It was new, it had shiny colors, it had almost iridescent looking picture type portions in there, and and the front was kind of sparkly, so we did a watercolor based on that, which kids seem to have fun with. 2. Had the accelerated class read their Native American stories to us. They were really good. We sat on the floor in a circle around a paper campfire, sitting Indian style. Around the campfire, the students placed their totem slash power stones in a circle. Everyone was very respectful of the other students while they were reading, and many volunteered to read their story without being asked. They are an interesting group to work with because they are so intelligent and self-motivated and have a great sense of humor. Now, looking back on this, there are two things I'd like to point out. One, I think it took me until that moment to realize this was probably the gifted class or the gifted and accelerated class, as they might be calling it today. I had no idea. I just thought, wow, these kids are really into learning stuff. That's awesome. And they did a good job, and they really worked hard on things. The other thing is, this is from a totem pole lesson plan that I did in 1997 that was previously done as part of a pre-student teaching thing where we got into groups, figured out a lesson plan, and taught it for free on our day off on Saturdays to local kids and sometimes kids bust in from other areas. The reason for it was at the time, in the late 90s, all of my university professors thought it was a really good idea to start teaching students 
artwork that wasn't just white people culture. They didn't phrase it that way, but that was kind of where they were going. So if you could do anything that seemed like something that had a different cultural background to it, they approved, and so that's what we did, because we wanted to pass the class. So that's what we did. I would not be doing a lesson plan like this today, because I feel like it is inadequate compared to what, you know, what I know now. And uh, at the time, as I said, we were sort of under the thumb of the professors and had to fit everything around their personal viewpoint and their ideas of how everything was supposed to work with teaching. Three, graded all of the first grade work at C school and the last of the kindergarten work at C school. Photographed some. Four, peeled the last of the paper at C school. Graded it too. Peeled the last of the paper at M school. 5. Organized for Tuesday, the next time there are classes for me to teach. So that was Thursday. <laughs> and there's reasons why there were not more classes for me to teach, and it wasn't because my student teaching was over. The next day was actually a seminar, like a teacher in-service day. And I'm going to read you that, and I'll cut into it as, as needed. I apparently didn't really like this seminar very much. Friday, September 26. 1997. No classes. In-service day. Quote, technology for terrified teachers, end quote, at the middle school. Okay, junior high. Well, this took all day. I don't have much to write about that isn't already in the binder from the seminar. Learned some new things, such as new websites for resources and images. Learned how to use software to bring the net into your computer and let students browse and still control where they go and what they can see and keep them on task. Most of the seminar was below me, however. I seem to be one of the most computer literate people in the schools because what I learned from boyfriend at the time. One of the teachers brought another teacher to me and said, here's our tech person. I can see where computer literacy will pay off in my future, no matter what kind of school district I end up in. And that, at the time, was alarming, that I was considered the tech person. I'd been there for five weeks. I was mostly doing art classes. I did do a computerized lesson with the paint program with the kindergartners, having them each contribute to a group project that everyone thought was just fantastic and phenomenal and you know, just energizing and, oh, wow, you could do that on a computer kind of thing. And yeah, you can. It was just the paint program, which was new at the time. Today, I wouldn't do that either, you know, but that's what it was. And it dawned on me that these teachers know I'm not going to be here forever, right? Because I'm a student teacher. Everybody knew I was the student teacher. Student teachers tend to move on to whatever their next student teaching assignment is and then on to hopefully a real job. So it was kind of alarming that I was now having people brought to me saying, this is our tech person. And, uh, okay. I mean, I did have some skills that would have been more than apparently this group of teachers had in 1997. But yeah, they, they never did uh, actually make me troubleshoot anything at the time. So that was good. Now I'll go back to my thoughts about this uh, in service. One problem with the seminar. It seems that this is counting as, quote, training for the teachers to fulfill a requirement about technology. However, no teacher even got to touch a computer all day. And the presenters did not go step by step enough to help out the extremely computer illiterate very much. We got a binder 
and some software, but it's for a Mac and therefore useless to me. Even though it looked really useful when he presented it today, I also got the impression after talking to a few teachers that the district, quote, will never pay for any of this and didn't feel trained on much. I think this seminar was a good start, but needs more follow-up with more hands-on stuff. So here I am as a student teacher critiquing how the uh, people that came in for the seminar were teaching to <laughs> teachers that weren't very literate with computers. I don't think most of them had a computer in their classroom, honestly. I don't think they did. And it was weird because of that. And it felt kind of strange to know that now I when I started off this I knew I had a little bit of computer skills at the time for what was you know there in 1997 but I didn't realize that I was like worlds ahead of people that had been teaching for a while and how slow they were going to be to catch up at the time and I was like okay I'm glad I'm not necessarily you know tied to this school forever because I can't be the tech support for everybody I'm gonna f have things I don't know how to do at some point there's a little bit more so I'll read you that there is also a way to get one credit of graduate level college credit from this. I would need to send a check for $57 along with the form we got about this today to a college in California. This needs to be done within two weeks of today. After that, they notify when they have received it. Then you get two months to submit a three-page or more paper describing three or more projects that you designed using technology from things you learned at this seminar or inspired by this seminar or something. Details in Binder currently. I might do this. Yeah, I never did that. I never did that. I was in the Midwest. I had no intention of leaving the Midwest. I had no idea I would end up in California where this school at the time was located. I don't remember what the name of that college happened to be. It could be a number of them. There's a number of colleges and universities in California that probably were there at the time I was doing the student teaching in 1997. And yeah, I never bothered. And I think the reason I didn't bother was because it cost $57, which doesn't sound like much right now, but sounded like a huge amount of money in 1997 when I was student teaching and unable to keep a job that would actually pay me. So that never happened. Uh, the other thing I want to go back on a little bit is the software that was for a Mac. I started out on PC computers because that's what my boyfriend at the time liked and all of his IT buddies liked. So that's what I was using. So that's why I was saying that the software that I was given for that was useless to me because I had no means of using it at home. And I've got one more little bit for this episode. I learned one very valuable thing today. Copyright law concerning internet. One, you can definitely use as part of a teaching aid for classroom use. Two, you must cite the URL you got it from or the name of the web page, such as National Zoo. Then you are okay. What this means for me is I need to, in the future, when I begin to teach, write down more of the URLs. I probably will include these URLs if I can find them for the visuals I use for my lesson plan for student teaching. And that's where I ended that one. There's one tiny little piece that I'll read just because it's so small. Monday, September 29, no school today, quote, fall holiday, end quote, but not Columbus Day or President's Day. I don't know, and neither do any of the teachers I talk to.